You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, a podcast for you, the players, supporters and the hard-working volunteers that make a glorious game from the lowest to the highest levels in the UK and beyond. We at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps have now teamed up with Derbyshire County Cricket Club to promote cricket at all levels across the county and wider regions. I'm Rick, I'm here with Ian, Richard and Neil as we take you on a journey around our home here at Winslow Cricket Club in Burn-on-Trent. On this podcast, we'll keep you updated on all the goings-on here at Winslow Cricket Club, and we will also be answering all your questions and inviting you, the listener, to send in all your stories from around the cricketing world. We will, of course, have a special guest coming with their view from Cow Corner with all their stories, ideals and anecdotes. So, let's get started and bring you up to date with the goings-on at Winslow Cricket Club, the little club with a big personality. So, welcome to another edition of Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. This week, a shortened episode, but we've got George Scrimshaw from Derbyshire uh, on the pod in the cow corner. Uh, but before we talk to George, and that interview is coming up shortly, uh, we'll just review uh, the last game, last couple of games from Winsall point of view. Uh, we played Risley on Saturday in the first team, and uh, second team played over at Alistray. Yeah, so the first played Risley. Always going to be a tough battle, and. Uh, I think down the down the years we've had some some good runnings with Risley. They seem to be a nice bunch of lads actually. Winston batted first and uh, put a decent total on one seven seven. I think it was slightly under par, Neil. If I, if I'm honest, I think um, uh, I started out. I thought I might have got two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean Angelo Nell came into the side. Um, he's had his ups and downs with the first team, but I think for the first time, from what I could see, he looked the business in the first team. Most definitely. He hit the ball very hard. A uh, couple of shots from Jay Harper that went back as quick as they came, really. He ended up with 46. But then we had a bit of a slump, really, a bit slowed down. And 177, probably halfway, I didn't think was quite enough. 
Uh, I thought we were cruising towards tier 50 quite easily. And like I said, we had a bit of a slump. Back to Angelo, he had a bit of a brain fade, didn't he? Mm, he just, he yeah. just padded up to one. Yeah, he did. On 46. Yeah. But, one. Uh, I think what he particularly enjoyed was that extra pace that was coming through. Jay was bowling as quick as anyone who's mm. bowled down here this year. Yeah, and I think he, so, he certainly yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and we were 90 for two, 102 for three. And like Neil says, we thought 250s there. Yeah. But then the second half of the innings just went pretty much down south. Yeah, basically. and in reply, um, Risley again, they were they had got not a bad start. Hubbard got thirty one, and Jay Harper, the key man, really. Um, that was a key wicket. Kamal bowling in for forty four. I think once that wicket fell, I think the writing was probably on the wall, and the wickets were spread. It dug out with two. James Johnson uh, picked up three wickets, and the old spin twins, Neil and Kamal, picked up five between them with Neil and getting three. Three for thirty-five. So, really, I mean, you have to say that's a good result, and we need to keep going on with those results uh, if we're to challenge for a promotion division two. Second team, they did pretty well. Bowling Alistair out one three five, very good performance. Uh, Pritchard with six wickets. So yeah, six for forty-four off his ten overs. Yeah, and in reply, Garrick did batted well, opening the batting with forty-five, which is probably the biggest, obviously the biggest score, but. Uh, yeah, good win, 22 points, a double win for both teams. Just flavour the line by looks of it. Just back to the first scene, Eddie, Eddie took a few catches, got the monkey yeah, off the back now. Yeah, I'd so. be pleased with that. I yeah. think yeah. he uh, when he took his first one in the slips, he, he reckons it was like winning the town old clock yeah, or something. Yeah, it looked like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but who dropped one that made Duggo very angry? Yeah, I dropped one, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I did, didn't like yeah. to make it. Don't happen very often. That last couple of overs, Duggo bowled, were as angry as I've seen him in a long time. Yeah, There's so. a lot, lot of relief when those wickets went down. Yeah, yeah, nice to see. But first team are stuck there in second place, effectively four points ahead of Denby in mm. Div 3 North, three North yeah. in terms of getting promoted. And second team, they've done what we wanted this year, haven't yeah, they? They're, they're stuck in the middle of Div 6, exactly yeah. where we wanted, really. But they're not. I think they're going to finish in that position, neither, yeah. up, neither up nor down, but... Yeah, it's it's vital that the first team get as many points as they can for the next few weeks because essentially Denby, have, I think they've got three games left like we have and they play lower opposition and we play pretty decent opposition so it's going to be vital. And it, it'll be right down to the wire, I think. And then moving on to Sunday, we had a had our annual President's Day uh, in, hosted by Mick Causer, our president and groundsman. As usual, it was a great day. The weather was... Uh, put its hat on for us and uh, in the morning we had um, a junior game between our under 11s and under 13s which was great success lots of parents down here so thanks for turning up and then that was followed by uh, our annual presidents again between effectively first and the second team but we mix it up so we've got uh, an even even split do you want to what were the scores Neil in that uh, there was team Gunton versus team Pichard Team Pichard won the toss and batted first. They were 2 2 9 for 4. And T. Oh no, one went early. Is the scorecards back to the I mean, one job you've got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, team Pichard was 2 2 4 off 40 overs, for 8 wickets down. Uh, Garrick, 23. Dale Winston returning back to cricket with 40. Arbol Kamal, which he was pleased about. <laughs> uh, that was a headline. I don't think Kamal was pleased about right. it. Uh, Sam retired on 46. Yeah, big innings from Sam. Yeah. So casual. And what did uh, the Gunton 11 get in return there? What was their score? Uh, knocked him off for four. 36 overs. Yeah, 36 yeah. overs, yeah. Made it look easy in the end, really. But they, they, did. S- they spread it around with the runs. It was uh, 30 for Clark, and I see him get a few runs for a change. Mm. 30 odd for Gunton. 
Three scores of 33, surprisingly, with Gunton Watson, James Watson and Harry Bryan. And then Billy Neal chipped in with 30 at the end. So they all spread it round. Um, so good day. Great barbecue and uh, paella by uh, our resident chef and uh, Secretary Dunk. And uh, yeah, we raised a lot of money for the club. It was it was a really good day. Which is what it's all about, isn't it, President's yeah. Day? And for the first time, the old Stump Stumps and Beer Pumps team did live commentary on the game via our YouTube feed as well, so that was good to hear. Fortunately, I don't think we had too many, if, if any, swear words or expletives. Or Not from like. the commentators. No, no, I don't think you could hear anything in the background, but that went down well. I think uh, it was a big success. I can't see us doing too many more because it was a... It was, it was hard a, work. It was a hard work, long day, you know, six or seven hours. At Especially that. when that first innings, we kept saying there's something really slow about slow, that. It, yeah. was just, it was sedate, yeah. wasn't it? It was indeed, um, yeah. It was a bit, yeah. bit better in the second innings. We had some good guests in. Our, our Neil came in himself and had a chat. Yeah. Uh, who else came in? Matthew Clark decided that he wanted to pop in a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. He was quite happy to talk, Clark. He wasn't yeah, asking. He was. Eddie did well, and then... We were sort of hijacked by James Roebuck, lead singer of uh, band Captain Full Strength, who sang at our uh, end of season do last year. He just he hijacked the, the uh, commentary box, and but it was actually a pretty good chat, to be honest with you. And James is, for those who don't know, he's one of our long-standing players and biggest fans, really. He comes down on his bike most weeks to watch his play, so uh, good to see him. Great to see a couple of the juniors playing in the senior game in the afternoon, yeah. although I, I am still... I'm, I'm a bit angsty for Paul Mellor, our coach, who decided that if he's going to take any wickets, he's going to take junior wickets. Two junior wickets. Yeah. He'll be well pleased with in that. In fact, I think he took one with his first ball, didn't he? I think he did, but it was called no ball, surprisingly. I know, it definitely wasn't no ball. He, was his, his arm was bent, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, without yeah. a shadow but no good, always good to see a couple of the juniors playing there and Reef Nell in particular Angelo's lad Reef when he was bowling he looked really good actually bowling off 22 yards for the first probably the first time because he'd, he'd bowl off normally what is it 17 yards 17, 17 yards, yards yeah. so he bowled off nine, uh, 22 yards so he looked good definitely and I think as he grows he'll, he'll become a, a damn good cricketer from what I can say yeah. and Neil pointed out Dale Winson was back I mean yeah. how good did he look Dale he was left-handed. He always looked good left-handed. Yeah, didn't he? there's something about it, isn't there? Yeah, he looked good with a bat. Very good. Yeah, and he uh, took a fabulous he took catch. A, he took a great catch. Was that you, nearly? It was me. Yeah. yeah, I tried to finish with a six, just for yeah. the crowd. I know. Yeah, always a crowd pleaser, you are, yeah. mate. To be honest with you, you did go out swinging a bit, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. I don't for your beers, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> did, <laughs> did you do? Did we ask how many by that time? Uh, no, no, yeah. not in the slightest. Bit. Yeah, so that was this weekend, and um, as I say, we've got next up. We've got uh, George Scrimshaw. <laughs> Once again, it's Welcome to Cow Corner with me and Livo and Richard Marsa. Joining us today is a player who this season has uniquely played in every possible format at every level of the game, and we'll come to that later. So welcome to Cow Corner, George Scrimshaw. How are we, George? Very good, thank you. Very good. So you've been selected for England Lions uh, already, George. Uh, made a good impression there. Uh, you've been picked up by the Welsh Fire in the 100. Also, in within that, you've taken... Two wickets in for twenty-two in twenty-two balls with the big scouts of Moen Ali and Liam Livingstone. What what's your influence been from Derbyshire and Mickey Arthur in particular in your growth and development? Uh, I think just um, playing um, playing for, first and foremost every game um, in the T20s this year has definitely helped my white ball development from last yeah. year. And Mickey's been brilliant and. Um, he demands a lot from his players, sets his standards high, and um, I think that's something that the club needed. Um, 
And obviously, we've already got into a quarterfinal in, mm. in his third year. And, and obviously, in red ball cricket as well, we're challenging for promotion still. Uh, there's three games to go and we all believe we can do it. Um, yeah, let's hope so, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 been a, it's been a great influence and I've just been really enjoying my cricket so far this season. What in particular does he say to you? I mean, I know he's, we've seen him on the outfield in training sessions, putting his arm around players and... He seems to be yeah. a very good man manager in one to ones. What does he actually say that you know that makes the difference? Yeah, well, as you say, he has his own individual chats with the players and makes sure that we're all very clear in in our role in the in the team. Yeah, I think, I think that's the the main thing um, in a team because if you're somewhat unsure of where you fit in in a team, then you might play differently. And mm. it's all how the team gels together and. If everyone does their role to the best of their ability, then yeah. chances well, what, are. What about the other coaches, the bowling coaches, have they been helping as, you out greatly? Yeah, as, as you must have been a great influence this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. As same as same as Mickey does, he'll have his own um, team collective bowling meeting um, with us as bowlers, and then individually he'll chat to us as well. Um, just making sure that you're clear in your plans and and how how to go about your business on on different pitches and and different players really. So collectively, they've they've all been really helpful for us. That that's a really good way for me to ask a question I was talking to Richard about earlier. You say different games, different pitches, different. Third of June this year, you had the pleasure of playing on TV for Derbyshire in the T Twenty against Nottinghamshire. Next yeah. day, you roll up at Ralston for Dunstall and in a proper Derbyshire <laughs> league match. How would you work between that so quickly to go from finishing at ten o'clock at night of a derby and twelve twelve thirty whatever time it is the next day you're up at Ralston? Yeah, I mean um, the day after that I wasn't. I wasn't bowling in that game. I just played as a batter, and um, we actually lost that game. Uh, you lost it. But you got sixty. I did. I, yeah, I got I got sixty three off fifty balls. I think I played quite well that game. But um, yeah, it was quite a quick turnover because we finish at like you know, obviously ten, like you say, and then you hang around at the ground for a bit, and then yeah, it's it's, it's tough to get to sleep after a game like that. But but then you've got to get your back into game mode, haven't you, for Dunstall? Um, yeah. Has the, the influence of the coaches at Derbyshire in particular helped you? We've been able to do that because cricket is unique. There's no other sport where a player plays like that. Mm. And I, the example I use is well, we won't go down the Leeds route. Um, if Trent Alexander Arnold plays for Liverpool on a Saturday, he does not play for Waterloo Dock in the local league the following morning. That's right. what you did, though. Yeah. Um... I think it was per personal choice. If I knew I was going to be uh, bowling the next day, um, I think one Mickey wouldn't let me bowl after. Yeah, he wouldn't let me bowl the next day. And then um, obviously being sensible, I would always communicate with him. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, mate. I mean, how much communication does take place? Do you go to Mickey and say, "Rolston, uh, I've been asked to play against Rolston the next day," and then he gives you his feedback? How does it work? Yeah, I, I'd always go to him saying, "Would would it be all good if I played?" on the weekend bowl or not bowl and uh, there's there's some stuff about workloads but that you yeah. know that's it's not all all true workload stuff like you can bowl as little or as much um and that that doesn't really affect on uh, doesn't really have too much effect on the body yeah, in my yeah. opinion that's a really interesting point about workloads because we, there's a lot of conversations going on about workloads, as we know in cricket right now, generally. Uh, and I was looking at some stats of yours earlier, George, and I'm going to take you back. I'm going to ask you a question, but I'll take you back to 2011. I don't know if you realise this, in 2011. And yeah. you played 48 games of cricket, according to our friends at Play Cricket. Uh, there was no worries then about your workload. There was just bowl, 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 bat, bat, bat. Your Wikipedia page says that you're a product of the Worcestershire Academy system. Um, yeah. I think it's fair to say you're a product of what we would call the club cricket pathway. 
because you have literally gone all the way through from is it Barton under the 13s? Yeah, through, yeah, so Barton and England A. So, how do you think that varies at workload level for you guys now? Do you, do you think you could do more? Um, I, f- I think there's a lot of a lot of opinions on workloads, and um, yeah, I think a lot of different methods work for different players. Um, I say take someone like uh, me last year who bowled a lot of overs last mm. year. And I, I, only, I only missed like the last five weeks of the season yeah. last year, but hey, me or, or Sam, like Sam Connors has, has bowled a lot of overs this year. Yeah. Probably one of the most in the championship. And I think some people respond from if they bowl more and more, their body gets used to it and gets stronger through bowling. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably one of the main successes. I think if you keep bowling, get used to bowling, your body will know how to cope with it, where mm. some people might be a bit tentative and spend a bit more time in the gym and reduce the amount that they bowl. And um, they, they can pick up injuries that way. But I suppose it can happen either way. It's just what works for you. Absolutely. And I think that workload issue has been brought up so many times this year in particular. But there have been a number of ex-pros who've come up there and said the best training we can ever do is actually to bowl. And I think yeah. when we when we chatted with Mickey earlier in the season, one of the things that I was very, very reassured by was he puts it very simple. I'll pick my best 11 as many times as I can. They're going to keep yeah. bowling. They're going to keep batting because if they're in form, we're going to keep them going all the time. And I think you obviously, you go with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And um, I think he'll encourage his, his players, if there's a few days gap, uh, he'll encourage his players to go and play club cricket just to keep them playing and, and hitting balls and, and bowling balls if, if we're allowed to. So You've obviously played, like Ian says, every level of cricket, red ball, white ball, last 100 club cricket. In the blast against Somerset in early July, I think mid-July actually, you, you were just outstanding with your figures of, uh, I think it was four overs, two for 16 or something, when everybody yeah. else around you was being... Well, smashed to be honest with you. Talk, tell us, talk us through that. I mean, what you bowled fourteen balls that uh, dot balls that day. Talk us through. What did you do differently that everybody else didn't? Uh, well, obviously that that day I'd not. I was I actually opened the bowling that day. Mm. Um, I don't know if they expected me to open the bowling. That's probably a surprise to them. But um, I think me that game. I, normally every game I have some form of of nerves, no, no matter what standard I'll play, if I play club cricket, I'll have nerves, if I'm batting, if I'm bowling, if I'm fielding, I'll have nerves. So mm. that game, somehow, I, I didn't have any going on at all. Um, really? I just, yeah, I went out there, bowled with, with no fear and the wicket suited me, it was a quick deck and I, yeah. I just ran up and bowled, yeah. <laughs> bowled, bowled quickly and I mean, your, your, your colleagues were going for 19s, 20s, 15s, you know, yes. big difference. Yeah, I think um, an extra seamer or two on that day would have helped us um because we know it's a small ground and mm. looking at the pitch we thought it would would have been a quick one um yeah obviously we know the dimensions are quite small so spinners might be easier to pick up on especially to the short side um mm. but i I just backed myself to hit a good length and um mm. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I didn't even need to bowl any any slower deliveries that game because every ball I was bowling was was working in the area that I was, and I, I didn't yeah. need to go. I need to, didn't need to go searching for any other delivery, so everything clicked for me that day. It, it, it's funny you talk about those nerves and the, the way you react to them. It doesn't matter whether you're playing for Dunstall or whether you're playing for England A. Um, but Richard made a really good point there in sort of being tonked as your colleagues were. Oh. I'm going to be unfair. I'm going to be unfair to you, George. But you know what? You'll, you've got a good comeback here. You were being tonked against Lancashire in the blast, and you went for three overs for forty-eight. That's right. Yeah. And then Sean gave you the ball for the last over this year. And yeah. 
It was one of the best six balls I've seen in the Blast for a long time, to be fair. Talk us through what that last over, because 48 runs in three overs. We were going down at Derbyshire that day. There's no two ways about it until you came back with that last over. What went through your mind when Sean went, here you go, mate, get on with it? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we we had like a little collective meeting with the captain. A couple of other players came in at Huddle and um, they were like, who who should we pick to bowl here? And (laughs) I think it only had to be... Me really, I think a few of them backed me. Uh, Mads, not sort of mid game, even after I'd gone for a lot of runs, he came over to me and said, You'll, you'll win us this game today. After the third over, I did not feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was I was right. Eh? I won't tell you what was being said in the stands that day, but you know what? We backed him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, there was, there was a lot going on, and um, I think, I think I, at the end, I was just like, I, I, I want this over. Um, I want to be the one to turn this around and I did I did obviously back myself I didn't yeah. expect it to go exactly how it went but um mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be I couldn't be more happy that yeah that. I mean the atmosphere when you came off was fantastic wasn't it I mean, the, the crowd was, yeah. was really good I was just yeah. as well mate you were supposed you know you were due to play for Welsh Fire against Wayne the other day it's a shame you didn't play I don't know if he was injured or arrested but I don't know if you heard the comments before the game from Mark Buttery he was he was quite disappointed you weren't playing not because really? I think if he bowling for us, but because he attached really, I think he was missing that. What do yeah. you on that? I know, I know that um, I know that Corky hates the tash, but he also loves the tash. <laughs> That's Corky. <laughs> no, I, I like him. He's, he's yeah. funny. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do, you want, do you want to talk about the tash itself, or well, talk about the tash? Talk about you know, I mean, it's it's great in a way that people are talking about it because it's not it's not just that that's getting noticed. It's your ability and the, the outstanding Absolutely. performances. And you know, for somebody like Mark Butcher to be saying, you know, we're missing seeing George Grimshaw today is a fantastic thing for him. Must give you a massive boost. Yeah, definitely. Um, if the fact that people have noticed my performances and if people are looking forward to actually watching me yeah. play that. Uh, it, it's a big, yeah, big confidence booster, and it's it's nice to know that that people know what I can do and, and know mm. how I've played. So, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, the words that George and England were mentioned next to each other. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I and mean, you must have obviously ambitions on, on that direction. Think it's a reality? Well, I, I don't know if it's a reality. I'm, I'm too humble to say, but um, I know you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to do. I want to play cricket for England, especially in the mm. short fall. Of a game, yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's literally my dream, and who knows yeah. if, I, if I can get a few more good performances together on mm. TV, then then who I, knows? I think you've just got to keep doing what you're doing, mate. Haven't you? Absolutely. The rest will follow. Stumps, ups, and what have you made of the uh, the club Derbyshire's performances so far in the Royal London Cup? It's been a bit in and out, obviously, George. What have you been looking at? Yeah, um, obviously the game yesterday was called off and mm-hmm. the win before that might have put us on a little bit of a run. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was um, obviously we've lost a few at the start. Um, I actually don't know if we can still... I think we can still get through, can't we? Just about. Just about, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought at the start that we'd, we'd be... Like we'd have a really good chance because I think we've got a, a strong squad um, mm-hmm. in the form of the game. Obviously, a couple of us missing to the hundred, like several other counties, and yeah. counties with the bigger squads have have done well this year. But I still would have backed us to to do well, and and who knows, we might be able to turn it around. So how big an influence has uh, Shan Masood been coming back for for the for the Royal London? Do you think that's big for the rest of the season, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, Especially in in the red ball, but he he came back and he scored an eighty straight away um, mm-hmm. in the 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.
invited me to come and join. Um, well, they just let me use the facilities and come in and train mm-hmm. with the with the squad, and I was just very appreciative of it. And um, yeah, it was it was nice knowing that it was a, a local team, and mm. I've, I've, been, I've absolutely loved it ever since. It's and it's it's great being on the doorstep, and I know we put a big onus on Derbyshire on local lads coming through the <clears> pathway, <throat> local lads who've played in the local leagues. You know, the, the, the likes of yourselves, uh, Sam Connors, Alex Hughes has played at Swarks. This guy's been out of the league lots. Do you look at the scores for the club cricket? seen each weekend i do i do uh tune in a little bit yeah i do tune in a little bit always done still first yeah well ma- mainly it's it's just done still but um yeah I have, I have a little look and ask around i can't believe i'm saying this but yeah mr mandelberg will be listening potentially and he'd be very happy to hear that dunstall has been mentioned a number of times um yeah. but i've seen that you, you have played at our place at winstall a couple of times as well and uh, do you have any memories of that yeah um i think i last played there i think i just played as a batter oh, i must have got 20 or something then I've yeah. got out but, um, yeah I, 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 I quite like the ground actually it's, it's weird on the as you bat in one um, side yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah with that corner bit yeah catches a few people out that does yeah they've got that famous tree on the pitch down at Canterbury for all those years we just have a house in the corner instead which makes it a bit different <laughs> doesn't it so yeah. you know, we did put it to you early this season on, on Twitter we'll just sort of ask we want to grab you sometime between now and the end of the season or if Mickey lets us it'll have to be at the end of the season and we, we want to put you in a net and have a little challenge against our friend Watto because he is our top run scorer this year um, yeah. he has batted really well but what memories do you have of, of uh, Mr Watson so, um, <laughs> I, got, I got quite uh, matey with him again in um, about probably in 2016 when he was at Barton and I would always go down and with that, we'd, me and Watson used to go to the gym together as well so we'd share a lot of car journeys and um, yeah I, I think it's a great lad it's funny and, yeah, uh, that's and another statement <laughs> it, it, it's interesting to see you went to the gym together because we'd never recognise him going to the gym no I've never said that no, no. He, he came I mean it was baking hot on Saturday and he, he opened the batting batted 310 not out and he was absolutely knackered and it, believe it or not he was on bar duty as well really? <laughs> literally <laughs> off his feet he couldn't walk and I don't think he's I got a message from him yesterday can't walk still I think he was absolutely it was baking hot so uh, just going back to that Tash then George uh, it's obviously get becoming a bit legendary we didn't we didn't really go through it before what made you grow it and how long did it take you to grow it <laughs> um so it's, <laughs> it's more of like a superstition good luck thing and um but before that I knew a lot of Obviously, you got Mitchell Johnson who had a massive yeah. horrible match, and a lot of other a lot of other fast bowlers I knew that did it. Lockie Ferguson's always got one, yeah. but I, yeah, I just kept it because I was I was doing well at the time. I just kept it, and then I think if I ever have like I don't know, three bad games, then I'll get rid of it. But. <laughs> well, it's been a good look home for you, and I think it's obviously helping to get noticed as well. Yeah, I suppose a little bit of that as well. They'll, they'll yeah. think it's the fourth fast bowler with the tash. So probably... <laughs> yeah, you never know. It might be five years' time. We'll all be down in Brisbane, and there'll be George Scrimshaw coming in at the, at the Gabba, and there'll be lots of England Barmy Army fans with the tash around. That could be quite cool, actually, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, to be fair. I wouldn't mind that. That would be something to aim for, that one. Without a shadow. I, I think Mickey made it very clear at the beginning of the season, didn't he, that we've got a number of players at Derbyshire who could make England level this year. And you, know, you and Sam have both got to the Lions this year. Um, who else is on that radar with, with you, do you think, George? Uh, uh, Derby. Yeah, mm-hmm. who do you think is on the radar there? Uh, there's a few. Um, I'd go, I think, next in line, might, another very good bowler is probably... He's taken a lot of wickets. Aitchison, maybe he's yeah. he's not be too far 
from a Lions call-up if he keeps bowling the way he is. But yeah, I, I'm just very happy that we've got a few players on, on England's radar. And yeah. It doesn't matter what club you're playing at. I think it's it's more your performances and I'm glad that someone like Mickey yeah. helped us be uh, recognised in that sort of light and, and hopefully we can... We can do a club round. Yeah, most definitely. I, th- I think I'd like to give a bit of a shout out to one of your other colleagues at Derbyshire. I think had a, a really interesting influence through the T20 because he never got to play a game, uh, which was Anuj Dahl, who yeah. he, he, he was the single best water carrier in the history of the Vitality <laughs> Blast this year, running on constantly to sort out the keeper's helmets and caps of water for you lot. But he's a, he's he's the classic player who's a great influence for Mickey and the team this year. And he's been outstanding all year, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Um, yeah, he's had, a, he's had a very good year this year. Um, and obviously, I think he's so good technically batting. He's, he's incredible. Obviously, he's got I a mean, lot of run. He's doing fantastic, but you've got to have a big shout out for Brooke Guest as well. I mean, Released from Lancashire, could have gone by the wayside, and Derbyshire picked him up. And what has he done? Four centuries, five centuries this year. Yeah, I, th- I think four. I think him and Nudge have both been battling each other for yeah. a- hundreds. I think they're always like, just just far ahead of each other. But um, it's a good battle that they're having for for mm. runs. But um, but yeah, both of them are having brilliant right. seasons. Yeah. So what do you see the prospects then for we're coming towards the end of of our chat judge what do you see the prospects for the rest of the season um for yourself in particular obviously but for derbyshire and especially the return of the county championship very shortly yeah so for for derbyshire i'd love to at least play one more championship game and and be in and around the squad and i obviously want us to to uh, challenge for promotion i really, i think we all want it and who's to say that we can't if if we win all the games and um and someone just slips up, I think we can still do it. So, and then yep. for the rest, of, yeah. So one one game in the championship, I'll aim for in the last three, and then yeah, obviously finish well in in the hundred, another good performance or two, and then um, obviously the World Cup's coming on, uh, coming up soon. If if I do really well, then I'll, that's that's a dream, isn't it? It's a big dream. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But that's the sort of dream you got to have, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've always set standards high, and I I never look too far ahead, and I'll I'll be surprised if I ever get called up. But um, but. Yeah, that, that is the dream. And then, obviously, there's the big bash coming up as well in all the other tournaments. I yeah. just love to be involved in them. So that, that's always been my dream to play in all the yeah. white ball well, I'm sure you'll have the support of everybody in local cricket from Dunstall right through the league, and especially us at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps as well. You know, we, we like to think you're a bit of a friend of the pod. And yeah. uh, we'll be... Uh, Shouting from the rooftops if you if you get that call up. Yeah, yeah I, I appreciate um, you two both and all the, all the fans at Derby and yeah, all my family and friends at Barton mm. and, and Dunstall. Yeah, they've, they've been great. It's a journey, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all happened very quickly for me this year, and so I, I couldn't be happier to be honest. Yeah, it's good to say. Okay. So, George, you've been invited to. Uh, put a team into the Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps six-a-side competition. It can be any player you, you like from Welsh Fire, Vitality Blast, One Day uh, Raw London, County Championships, International, whatever. Uh, you're allowed two batters, two bowlers, an all-rounder and a wicketkeeper. So over to you, your two batters. OK, I'm going to go uh, Sean Masood. Perfect. Yeah. I'll go... Uh... Anuj Dahl for his form. I love him. Good luck. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, two yeah. bowlers. Two bowlers. Uh, go Sam. Yeah. And go Zampa. Another leg spinner in there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, all rounder. All rounder. Oh, I've got Guesty as my keeper. Sorry. 
as well. Guess yeah. he's a keeper, yeah. Well, well, I thought that might be the choice. Yeah, um, an all rounder. Uh, uh, Dwayne Pretorius is a very good player. He's, he's yeah. impressed with it. Yeah, good, good call. That's great. I think that'll do well. That's a decent yeah, team now because yeah. you've got, you got Anaj Dahl who can bowl as well there, haven't you, sir? Yeah, yeah exactly. Plenty of bowling options. Didn't pick yourself, George. Well, he said he, said he was humble, Ian. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't think Madders picked himself either, did he? No, I don't yeah. think he did. No, definitely. That'd be so, a controversy, well, not picking Wayne. <laughs> absolutely, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, George does realise that we tweet those teams out, doesn't he? Obviously, the Madders <laughs> will see it. I'm sure he'll be over listening. Hey, it's been absolutely fabulous, George, to get some time with you and uh, in the salubrious surroundings of your hotel room down there in Cardiff. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back at the Incora very shortly. And obviously, fingers crossed, we'll see you around one or two grounds in the Derbyshire League towards the end of the season. If you get a Saturday off, and you're more than welcome to join us at Winsall for, uh, shall we say, a Diet Coke, if you don't want Nicky listening <laughs> to anything else, do we? Uh, yeah. But you're more than welcome. And thanks for your time. Thanks for uh, Derbyshire for organising this. Brilliant. Thanks, George. No worries. Thanks a lot. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Take Cheers, care, George. Mate. All the best. Fabulous to hear from George there. He spoke to us while he was away on uh, the 100 duty with Welsh Fire uh, in his salubrious surroundings of his Cardiff hotel room. Um, you know, it's great to just hear that insight from somebody who's played in all forms of cricket this year, wasn't it, Richard? It was. He's a great lad. He's a great supporter of the podcast. He's very humble. Um, I just hope he goes on to bigger and better things, which it looks like he, he will be doing. Absolutely. Obviously, the key thing for us at, at the podcast is we're desperate to get him down the ground towards the end of the season for the, the old challenge against Watto because yeah. we definitely want to see if somebody can put their uh, <laughs> the, their mouth where their head is the way he keeps going on about yeah, it. Yeah, Watto's challenged him and uh, said he'll never get Watto out. I think it'll be the other way around, to be honest. I think Watto will... We'll be ducking and diving all over the place. And that will be on video if we get it with Definitely, that. Yeah, yeah. A most important thing to, to bring up at this point uh, to all of our listeners is we're, we're really pleased to announced that following this year's work that we've done with Derbyshire County Cricket Club, we have now agreed with them to continue. So they can't get rid of us. We can't get rid of them for the time being. And we're going to go with them again in 2023. Going to do probably five or six Derbyshire specials with them during the year. Um, probably started off in January to talk all about their pre-season. So you know, you can't. I can't wait to talk pre-season training with professional players just as all are, like getting back in the nets at mm-hmm. local schools, which could be yeah. quite different. They'll be, uh, they'll be creaking a bit, I think. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's been great working with them, and uh, we look forward to working with them next year to just continue to bring the pro- professional game as close as we can to our little club game that we play in all our local clubs on a Saturday and a Sunday and whatever night of the week it is. So uh, thanks to everyone at Derbyshire, in particular Tom Skinner and Stephen Martin, and thanks to the guests that we've had from Derbyshire so far this year. I think that's it for this week, guys. Um, we've done this one quite quickly compared to one or two of our other pods to sort of get this out with this news of the continuation of the partnership. Um, but it, it's been a great week at Winsell. Uh, it's been a great week for the, the, the podcast as well. We've got some other exciting news to announce in the next week or two as well. Uh, and it's uh, be great to speak with everyone again shortly. So from me, Ian Livo, it's see you for now. Neil, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. And from you, Richard. Ciao, brethren. So that's all we've got time for for this edition of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Thank you to our special guest today. If you know someone at your club that wishes to come and have a chat with us and talk about your club, then please email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. Also, please like and subscribe. And also, you can follow us on Twitter. If you've got any questions, any stories or any funny anecdotes, then please again email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. 
We hope you've enjoyed our tour around club cricket life. So please join us again for more of the same. Thank you very much for listening. This is Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. So until next time, there's your one for the over. Stumps, Pumps and Beer Pumps. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stump, 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 st